Wonder of One Piece has recently come out on Friday, and I'll have to say it is probably one of the most dramatic things that has ever happened so far in the Wano arc that my mind is blown away. And I am really highly anticipating to see what's going to happen next from what we have witnessed. And this is what this episode is going to be about today. Hey guys, it's Jay from The Nerd Fix, and in this episode, we're going to be talking about the latest chapter of One Piece, which is chapter 1012, called Itch. So for those of you tuning in, sit back, relax, and get ready for your fix. And for those of you who do not want to listen to this episode, I suggest you wait until you officially read the chapter before looking into this review. But other than that, let's dive in. Starting with the chapter 1012, we begin with a cover page which shows Kid focusing on building a bird out of scrap metal, now realizing that his hair is turned into a bird's nest, which I find to be really beautiful, but at the same time I find it to be kind of funny, because his hair kind of does look like something that would be perfect for birds to raise a family in, but to see Kid in that outfit that he's wearing, <laughs> oh many thoughts are running through my mind right now. Anyways, on to the chapter. We start off with the first part of the chapter in the in the treasury repository on the third floor of the castle, where Izu asks Hikonoju if, if her several armed pains her, but denies this thing immediately itching until her life is expanded, saying that nothing is compared to the itch in her heart the day Izu left. He apologizes but accepts that she's doing that she is doing fine, for now at least. Then we go to Kawamatsu Matsu, who asks Izu what he thinks Wano will be after when the country opens, and says that if they will survive the night, they can talk about it after the battle. Which I think is gonna be really interesting. I would love to know what is going to be the fate of Wano once the country opens. Once this whole thing ends, what is going to be the fate of Wano? Because that is basically one of the dreams that Yamoto wanted. She wants to open Wano to the public, but there is many, there are some that want to keep it closed. They don't want outside forces, outside outsiders coming to their home, which I completely understand because in a way, they don't want outsiders coming into their home unless they want to be attacked by their own kind. Again, completely understandable. Then we go to Kianamon, realizing the raid has become an all-out war, believing that he will be enough to pose Monososuke, attack Monososuke, and the rest of them can scatter to join the fight. Then we go to Kino Kojo, and who asks Kino Emon's permission to kill Kanjiro promising she won't hesitate this time, which I really, really, really hope that this is something I really hope to see. If she would be able to actually go up against Kanjiro, this is going to be amazing. Next, we go to Nekomamushi's, they go to Nekomamushi, who is attention is drawn to Shishasalian and Barete. And sorry if I butcher names, it's just something that it's kind of hard for me to pronounce at the time, but bear with me. And it causes Kawamatsu to say that he can't go 
with Ming's walking among as Haku no Jew to follow him. Instead, Mekumamushi learns from Barai that Pedro died in Big Mom's territory, knowing that it was a sacrifice to help to help him escape. And again, we have to bring up the sacrifice that Pedro had to make. And I still remember to this day of when Carrick was crying and mourning over the death of her mentor. That was really a sad moment in the whole cake arc. For Pedro to sacrifice himself just for the survival of the Minx and not only for Carrick, that's really, it's really sad. But he also added that one responsible, one responsible for the death is the one on, on, on the island currently. Carrick and Carrick want to fought him, but they let their anger get the better of them. And the reason he wanted to war to Shishayan. And then we go to Nekamamashu, praising Pedro for dying honorably and decided to get revenge for him, jumping and decided to get revenge for him, which I think is a very, very honorable thing to do. Then we go to the first floor crawl space where we see Yamamoto hiding in Shinobu and Monososuke, but they say that the because the Marys will be watching them and him, they've had to create a decoy to create a, a pitiful looking doll of Monososuke. And they figured that they just want to fight. But Shinobu was able to get in touch with Kenamon, knowing where where they're located. Yamamoto leaves Monososuke in, in her hands and asks Luffy, and before she, while she's leaving, he asks how Luffy's doing. Monososuke replies that he's weakened, but is still well, and it's just him going up against Kaido at this time. As you can recall from previous chapters, Luffy is still fighting Kaido as we speak, so we don't. It's going to be a while before we we pan back to the fight between Luffy and Kaido, so it's going to be a bit of a wait, guys. Then we go back to Yamamoto, making the making haste as Monososuke finally starts reading his father's logbook. The next, we go to the second floor where Sanji is fighting the other beast pirates while carrying Zoro, <laughs> who <laughs> I will have to say <laughs> how he's bandaged is so hilarious. He looks like a cross. A dozen minutes later, he witnessed Law, Zoro, and Zeus appearing within appearing in air. He catches the two of them and asks Zeus about Nami, but runs off to search for Big Mom. He demands an explanation from Law and says that Zoro broke about 20 to 30 bones and tells him, him to splinter his limbs and make sure he's, con he's conscious and breathing. But he doesn't and wasn't talking about him and isn't a doctor and doesn't have time for this. And then he heads off looking for Big Mom. Oof. Yeah, there goes that rivalry again where, yeah, sometimes he doesn't care about Zoro, but eh, in the long run, he does care. In a way. He wraps up Zoro and asks how he ended up like this, and he asks if it was Kaido, if it was Kaido or Big Mom, which Sanji surprisingly understands. And then he trusts Luffy is okay up there. Zoro says he's figured out something that he will win this, with Sanji already that Sanji already knew. Then we go to the present, where Sanji fights all the pirates, wondering where where to lay Zoro, but ends up meeting with. Kawamatsu and Yuzao. Learning that Kinemon was heading up to, was help 
was heading to help Monososuke and Zoro. He told three of them to go to the live floor before falling asleep. And they proceed on doing so. So, this is going to be interesting to see what's going to go pan out for Sanji and the others. What's going to happen with them during this war? I'm really curious to see how this is going to be pan out. On the same floor, we see Big Mom punching page one. So hard, he was submerged on the ground and asked if he was the one who burned Okebore Town. Then we see Ulti, everyone's favorite girl of the Beast Pirates, angrily telling Big Mom she will regret what she had done and charges in after her, causing Usopp and Nami to realize they could use her to take him out. Nami, I will say, she has huge cojones to do this, yells at her, calling her Olin, telling her that Ulti did it, and she thinks, and for her to go after him. But that did not work, and it backfired, and tells her to shut up, and that when she's finished with Ulti, she will go after the straw hat crew. And Nami tries to manipulate Ulti into working with her, but she tells her to shut up. So again, the Nami charm did not work. So, they didn't work. Sorry. She didn't. We then see Ulti noticing a group trying to flee Komachio and quickly tries to catch up to them and strikes Komachio in the side with with Ozugan in in her Pachi and her Pachilososaurus form. Ugh, these dinosaur names are really hard to pronounce these days. And I even remembered it from the chapter and I wrote it down. And I tried to pronounce this so many times, but yet, it just slipped my mind. Ugh. But she was able to knock them over. She starts kicking Komachio for giving her the run around the whole time, causing Tama to beg her to stop. Ulti smacks Tama aside, shocking both Big Mom and Nami. Usopp tells her to take Tama and flee as Big Mom angrily asks if she witnessed her hitting her friend. Ulti then smashed her brother, but gets zapped by Nami in retaliation. He tells Nami that they need to flee, but Nami refuses, saying that she will crush Ulti for hitting a child. And that is the end of chapter 1012, One Piece Inch. at the end of chapter 1012 we are hoping to anticipate that there's going to be a huge battle between Nami and Ulti if that is the case I really hope that this is what we are expecting to see in the next chapter but what did you guys think did you like the chapter did you not like the chapter what did you think of the cliffhanger for chapter 1012 as from what we have seen so far, there is not going to be a break for the next chapter, 1013, which is something I am really excited about and I cannot wait to see what's going to happen next. But for those of you who were listening and made your way to the end of the episode, thank you all so much for listening. And please share this episode with your family and friends, whether it be through Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, any social media platform. 
it doesn't matter. And to end the episode, whether or not you believe in the term nerd or not, keep loving what makes you, you, and stay awesome. Thank you all so much for listening, everyone, and I will see you all next Sunday for a brand new episode of The Nerd Fix. Later! Later!